This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Fu. I'm your host, James Fu Torres, but you can call me Fu, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have the founder of CC Security Solutions. His name is Chris Eggers. And I'm going to let him tell you more about that. But first, Chris, how are you? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. Happy okay. Monday. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time, especially, you know, on a Monday, almost getting ready to wrap up the year. Uh, so it's very, uh, very busy time for a lot of people, you know, right before going to the holidays. So thanks for taking the time. Of course, man. Happy to be here. So let's kick it off with a quick introduction about yourself and your company. Sure. I'm the founder of CC Security Solutions. We're a security consulting and risk management firm focused on the cannabis industry. We are disruptive to the status quo, bringing a lot of value to our clients and just finishing up uh, year number two here. That is awesome. Uh, I, I, I heard when we had the call prior to this, you were telling me amazing things that you've been able to to do with your with your company in such a short period of time and establishing yourself. So that's that's pretty that's pretty cool. So um can you can you tell us a little bit more about what what your company does and and how it's it's providing value to and, and here is the mainly to uh cannabis business owners, is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we service clients all over the country, uh, all licensed types in in the legal market. Um, my background is is from a law enforcement space. I worked for the Oakland Police Department and then the San Francisco Police Department. And I spent a considerable amount of time working undercover for the Oakland Police Department around burglary and robbery organizations. So, um, you know, we've got a unique perspective on crime prevention, uh, risk management and various risk profiles that is uh, certainly unique to others in the cannabis space with respect to security consultants. Um, no disrespect, but, you know, a lot of folks come from other industries and, you know, um, you know, we hope they add value, but our, our, our knowledge on crime and crime prevention is super unique given my, my background in law enforcement and working undercover. Um, and then, you know, we spent the first year of operation, you know, really just understanding the landscape of the cannabis industry and how we could provide value. And what we learned was um, with respect to security, the cannabis industry, you know, it's got a, a broken model. Um, the status quo is a disconnected patchwork of various vendors, uh, service providers, et cetera, with no allocation of risk, limited insurances, no mechanisms in place to address underperformance, non-performance, and a lot of deals being done that are commission-based. So we are unapologetically disruptive to that model. Uh, we have a managed services model we call MOS, Managed and Optimized Security Solutions, where we're acting as the general contractor or the, or the one throat to choke, if you will, for all things security from top to bottom, from um, you know legacy or social equity uh, applicants, you know anybody anybody wanting to get into the industry, all the way through you know the the application phase, the design, the build out, and then the ongoing security needs that may arise as well. That is awesome. That is awesome too. To that's why I asked you about your your background because I know that that background is very important for people to to really understand 
uh, where the the next uh, couple of things that I'm going to be asking for advice and takeaways, that's, you know, I want people to know where is it coming from without being confused, right? Because I think that's very important, that, that uniqueness that you have. I mean, who many people talk to like undercover people that now they're helping like cannabis business, right? Like, I, I don't think I have ever heard that before. So I think that uniqueness, uh, you know, skill set that you bring, uh, it, it's very important to, to let the audience know. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, uh, let's, um, with, with that being said, I would like you to, to tell us, uh, I know there's a couple, you know, people in the cannabis industry that I, I've had as clients and part of the audience and, um, what are some advice or takeaways from this year? I mean, you know, 2022 full of different challenges. So what kind of advice or takeaways do you have from this year that you can give to, uh, cannabis business owners or even business owners in general? Sure. I, you know, as far as business owners in general, it's tough, right? Because, you know, my background is not in business and business development. You know, I just shared my my background is in law enforcement. I've been really fortunate to have uh, some really bright folks around me to help me grow and scale this business, um, which has been important. You know, we anyone who claims to know it all, do it all right out the gate, I think is just lying to your face. And there's a ton of credibility in understanding what we do well and what we need help with. You know, me personally, I started this business as a one-man band. You know, it was just me, uh, year one. And now we've got, you know, several employees and, and, you know, this second year 2022 has been pretty big for us. But I think that really the takeaway in that is just showing that our disruptive model is what's needed in the cannabis space. Um, operators are struggling in various ways, you know, entry into the industry is, is tough. Um, and there's a, that could be a whole nother podcast, man. I mean, we know there's a lot of social issues and uh, justice issues and, and just a ton of different barriers to entry into this space. But security is a very important and regulated line item that can be expensive. And under the current status quo, operators, I think, are putting themselves in a tough spot. You know, I only mention our growth because I, I want to touch on, you know, that sort of proof of concept that we know the carrot we're chasing is the correct carrot, that the mousetrap that we have in the processes we've developed add value to, to operators across the board, not only in limiting their liability, but saving them money, which is extremely important right now, given the, the state of the cannabis space, you know, currently today. Well, in the economy in general, to be honest, it's not even just the cannabis space. Um, I, one thing that I, I've told you this when we, we talk on the phone, uh, uh, I've heard from, uh, I think it was someone on LinkedIn that was in the cannabis industry who's saying like being in the cannabis industry is, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's hard like every other business, but then you're just playing on, on like extra hard mode just because you have the extra, uh, like, you know that the laws like it's state fed it's state legal but not federal and all these different things so in business it's, it's hard as it is right like i do pr and it's very you know it's very hard to grow a business period in general doesn't matter what you do but then adding those extra challenges then obviously you know it makes it harder so you know i i completely understand how this you know there's so much room for improvement in this industry there's so much uh, fixing needed, right? That yeah. that the security is a, is a big part. So I'm I'm glad that you know you're that, that's part that. of our struggle too, right? Is is we're disruptive to a model that has existed forever, right? And you know there is 
difficulties in sort of uh, educating folks on, you know, how we're different than another security consultant that they've been working with previously, you know, and what is the value of, of making that that switch. But, you know, again, our, our clients are saving money, our clients are limiting their liability, we're preventing entry into cannabis businesses and facilities that are hard hit by burglaries and robberies that continue to increase in nature and in violence. So, you know, we're just going to keep putting our head down doing what we do, um, adding value to our clients and trying to, you know, reach and help as many people as we can. Uh, is there any, uh, just out of curiosity, is there, is there any like low hanging, high impact things that, you know, obviously working with you is the, is the best way to, so you help them all in everything, but is there any like low hanging, high impact that cannabis business owners can apply, let's say today? Yeah, I think understanding that each business is unique and doing something at your facility just because your your colleague or someone you know in the industry did it their facility may not work um every business is unique every risk profile is unique and just i think the the biggest takeaway you know again it's it's going to be a little bit broad but you know understanding that your needs are your needs specifically um and putting a team together that can address those needs earlier on is going to save you money in the long term without a doubt we continue to absorb clients from other folks um, and we continue to help people who try to check the box, you know, in the cheapest manner possible. And I get it, you know, money's tight in the economy, money's tight in the industry and security is highly regulated. But, you know, I'd say one of the biggest takeaways is doing things correctly. The first time is going to save you money long-term. We continue to have conversations with folks and ask, be asked for proposals for various different things. And, you know, we may not be the cheapest, um, but you know, you get what you pay for in a lot of respects in a lot of different industries, right? Um, and we continue to help people who previously tried to do things as cheap as possible and realize that that didn't work. Yeah, I can attest to to that specific. Uh, not in the cannabis industry, right? I'm not in the industry, but uh, as as of all oh, getting things done the cheapest way. Uh, I have an example of like my biggest challenge, uh, and I tell this all the time is is being hiring the right talent. Uh, it's been it's been the, the big my biggest challenge, and and sometimes I think like, oh, I have one of my clients that's actually a recruiter, but I was like, damn, like she's kind of expensive, like being able to like uh, do that, and then now looking back, it's like, man, I probably should have hired her. <laughs> I would have less like less money. And, and it was, it's funny that way because, uh, I mean, it's funny, but at the same time, it's not that funny <laughs> because right. of that. So that's why like, I just want to say this. Uh, I'm, it's definitely in business. Sometimes there's certain things that you, you can't just, just cut corners, right? And security right. is a big one, you know, hiring is a big one. So, so do those, uh, accordingly, right? Like don't just, oh, the cheapest way, like also, you know, find, find what's the best way because it often will be the cheapest. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and to your point, you know, having the humility to be able to to say, hey, I learned this lesson the hard way. You know, we're we're shoulder to shoulder, you know, front line with our clients when and if they have an incident. And oftentimes we get clients that come to us after they have an incident. And so the very first scope of work is really incident management, helping them just get back up and running. And then we try to go and fix the problem. That's, that's unfortunately, you know, when they come to us is after the thing happened, but you know, we, we, I joke with my team, you know, we reserve the right to get smarter. Right. And anyone who just proclaims to have this, like all knowing, you know, I have all the answers right out the gate. I don't, just don't think it's credible. You know, we're super transparent about what, you know, about getting better and we've gotten so much better and evolved as a company from year one to year two, and super excited about continuing that evolution into year three. 
But I think, you know, it starts with just understanding as a business owner, hey, I made this mistake. Um, I can't make it again. I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to get better. You know, that's all we can really ask for. Um, unfortunately, in business, you see a lot of, I call them peacocks, you know, folks that, you know, are always right, never make a mistake and they're perfect. I, I've never met anyone like that, you know, on, on the reel. So um, really appreciate your point about, you know, learning from your mistake about not hiring that person earlier on. But that's that's a super important, um, you know, mindset to have if you want to continue to move and evolve. Definitely. I mean, done a lot of mistakes. And I'm not afraid to to say them because it's just part of the journey, you know, and I, I'm still here, right? I'm still, I'm serving. If anything, I, right now I, I am, I have the best possible capabilities. I mean, I mean, the best capabilities that I've had, right? Possible now, because obviously things will most likely get better. But right now, like I said, for my whole career, this is the best, the best uh, opportunities that I had on me, like with you know, being connected with, with TV, with publications and all that. And, and I learn a lot from like hiring the wrong people to get me connected to those things. So, uh, that's why like, I, I'm very transparent because I just, uh, the, the idea, the, the word of this podcast, I often say is perspective. And, and that's why I bring you here that I bring other people here. And, and I, and it's a moment with Fu instead of just talking about a specific thing, because this is here to give perspective to people. So people, uh, I, I put myself in the position of the questions that the audience would ask if they had the opportunity. And I ask those questions and I share my point of view, they are real. So people understand that we're all humans. We're all trying to figure it out. We all make mistakes. It's how we react to them and how do we move forward? So that's, that's what I do with this podcast. Yeah, we we learn more from our our losses, right, than we do our wins, whether it be in business or, you know, in sports, right? Like we learn we learn more from our losses, and to have the again humility or just mindset of like, hey, I'm going to get better. I'm going to take I'm going to take this loss. I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to take the lesson. I'm going to apply that lesson, and continue to move forward. You know that that's you know I'm not I'm not perfect. We we've grown a we've grown significantly from year one to year two. To be perfectly honest with you, and when we don't know something, you know, we just fall back on that, you know, how can we get better? What can we learn? And I think that that's part of the reason for our growth and and why folks want to work with us, you know, um, is that honesty, that humility and, and that transparency of, you know, we may not have all the answers right away. We know our wheelhouse. I'm, uh, you know, in my wheelhouse, we are the experts, you know, we're working with the city of Los Angeles. We're working with the city of Oakland. We've done work in San Francisco. You know, we've been uh, educating folks, you know, all over the country we've presented for the International Cannabis Bar Association and the BBC flew out from London to, and allowed us to participate in an audio documentary that was just released this past week. So, you know, we're doing a lot of interesting stuff. But I think part of our ability to do that is to just be humble and say, you know, we're going to keep pushing forward one foot in front of the other. And when we learn a lesson, we're going to learn that lesson and apply it, you know, to, to our benefit and the benefit of our clients as well. Yeah, that's a shit. That's a shit. Um, and, and, you know, thanks. Thanks for for for, you know, giving this away. Um, and and uh, other than like, is there. So when when I, I kind of like I'm pushing, positioning myself as in my, I'm a. I'm a uh, cannabis business owner, right? So like thinking about like, okay, like I, I I look at this guy, like he clearly knows what what's up. He's coming from the security industry, but is there anything that, that I, let's say if I'm a business owner that want to get prepared to be, to work with you, like, is there anything that you, you would recommend for them to start gathering data or something like to get ready to to start getting a security assessment and then move into a more secure location and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Good, good question. And, and, and I guess there's two answers to that. If you're pre-licensed and you're not in the industry yet, 
you know, that that's where, where we shine as well is writing the security plans, designing your space. But we are have really morphed more into risk management. And what that means is we're looking beyond just the widgets, the cameras, access control, alarm panels, Berg, et cetera. You know, we want to understand your insurance policy, your landlord tenant agreements, your business operation plans, you know, and how all of that ties from a 30,000 foot view into security. Once it's it's done, you're operational and, and we're, you know, and our scope of work is done. You know, again, we continue to be asked by clients to stay on in in some sort of capacity, depending on the facts and circumstances. So we don't just leave a project, you know, for you to figure out at the end, but that's what's happening in the industry. And that's one way that we're different. Um, For folks that are already operational, I can't stress enough the importance of a security assessment. Having somebody like, you know, myself or my team to go in and identify the deficiencies and identify the landmines that exist today so that we can correct them moving forward. Again, it's going to save you a ton of time, headache and money in the future. But I understand and I and I get it. You know, there's high barriers to entry with security, but it's highly regulated. And a lot of folks are looking to just check the box and move on. Um, but, you know, I can assure you that that's the more expensive option moving forward. And, you know, we're starting to have these conversations with investment groups, not just operators, because it's the investment groups that are putting in the capital and they want to know, you know, how is this sustainable? How is this protected? And they don't want to see, you know, if they're going to invest in dispensary A or dispensary B, you know, we've had these conversations where they'd rather invest in dispensary B because those are clients of ours and they understand the cost savings long-term that we're going to be able to provide versus let's say dispensary A, where you're just checking the box, you know, moving on. And that is going to result in in expensive fixes in the future. A bulk of our clients come from other security consultants, you know, or, or have passed through other security consultants and they're still having issues and then they come to us. Um, so I think that that's, you know, pretty telling that, you know, the carrot that we're chasing, you know, is the right carrot to chase. Mm-hmm. That That's good. And I, I, I've i seen this before happening. Uh, one of my clients, actually, uh, she she works with VCs and then the VCs then assign them to different projects that they have under. So that's super, super smart from you. And also like a great way to be like, hey, uh, if you want to not only you want to invest on something that you know is protected right so like after you build those relationships and then they can they keep investing they keep telling other people so that that is great and that is a great way to establish yourself as a gold standard too Absolutely. right like when you go to where the investors are right like that because they have a lot of they're investing in not just one project right like they have multiple right. projects usually so and that's and that's the thing like in reverse we have we have clients like i have a client i'm working with right now who is opening a dispensary in san francisco and they have another dispensary and consumption lounge opening up in san francisco and they've asked us to interface with their investment group because they want to go after more capital and you know how do they differentiate themselves and their project from anyone else and the number of other people that are in the industry today that are chasing on capital raising, right? How do you do that? You do that, I think, in two ways. I'm not the expert in in raising capital, but you know, I think you di- differentiate yourself in two ways. You say, hey, you know, here's why my dispensaries look going to feel and touch, taste differently than the next one. But in our wheelhouse, we're able to say, listen, here's the processes that we've got in place, and this is what it's going to cost, and this is the deliverable. And here's the cost savings long term. You know, that's pretty powerful when you're talking to an investment group that is on the fence of, of continuing to invest in you or not. You know, what they don't want to hear is, oh, we're going to go after the cheapest installation group possible and we're going to have the cheapest non-compliant cameras possible. And we're just going to check the box and move on and get to business. That's not what investors want to hear, especially today. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, risk management on any investment that you do is very important. So that's why I applaud you for that because that was that's a good one. That's a good one. So, you know, giving all this information that you're given here in this very valuable conversation, I know there's gonna be people that are gonna be like, hey. I either want to, or I already have a business in the cannabis space. So how can people find you? Sure. Uh, info at ccsecuritysolutions.com. Um, our website's ccsecuritysolutions.com, no www. And uh, and uh, shocker, CC Security Solutions is our tagline at, uh, at Instagram. So pretty easy to find. Um, you know, we've contributed to numerous publications locally and, and regionally and nationally. So, you know, quick Google search on Chris Eggers and cannabis, uh, will lead you right to us. Uh, hopefully we're not too far to hopefully we're not too hard to find. And if we are, let me know so I can get on my SEO folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love it. I love it. Cause you, you really, uh, answer that question exactly how I, I want it to be answered. Uh, so, because it's always, what is the minimum, uh, keywords that I can put in Google to find you? What are the, like the minimum things to, to find you like social media, all those different things. So thanks, thanks for, uh, being efficient on that. <laughs> yes, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, Hey, uh, thanks again, you know, for, for taking the time on a busy Monday to, to come here to add value to my audience. And, uh, I'm, I hope that this video, they can help at least one business owner in the cannabis space. So, you know, we'll, we'll share it to my audience, your audience, and, uh, hopefully that, that helps. And, uh, so, uh, thanks. Thanks, Chris. You know, thanks for coming yeah. here. Appreciate you, Fu. Yeah. So this was Chris and Fu, and this is us signing off. Later. Thanks for listening to Moments with Foo with your host, Foo. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.